new Spurs Nation podcast right here on iTunes. Thanks for subscribing to us on SoundCloud as well. Follow us on SoundCloud. Jabari Young here, kicking it with you. Special Spurs Nation podcast. Quick game preview with my man Steve Smith, NBA TV analyst. You know how, if you listen to this podcast in the the past and you followed it, you know that uh, I think highly of Steve Smith, the former Spur. You know, that's my guy. You know, uh, I love talking basketball with him. Very intelligent guy. Um, And uh, can't wait to talk to him. NBA TV and TNT analyst Steve Smith coming up. And don't forget, NBA TV, 106-game regular season schedule. And it starts Saturday. And... On Tuesday, October 17th, Celtics versus Cavs. That's TNT opening week. Kyrie going back against his former team. And then the Rockets and the Warriors. And what could be a Western Conference Finals preview. TNT always got you locked with the NBA coverage. One of my favorite channels to watch when the NBA is on TNT. As well as NBA TV. But uh, just previewing tonight's game. Rockets versus Spurs. in the preseason finale. And that game was on TNT as well. So uh, Steve Smith coming up. But before I start, got to knock out this one because I am so disappointed that the San Antonio Stars, the WNBA team in San Antonio, will likely be sold and relocated. My colleague Terrence Thomas of the Express News broke the story last night. The Spurs, uh, or I should say on Thursday night, the Spurs, um, they, excuse not the Spurs, but the Stars, uh, they confirmed it, uh, sending out a, a, a letter on, on Twitter saying that they've been in negotiations and it's uh, it's probably going to go down. I'm 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 sad because and I know people are, are you know, they they've hit me on Twitter and I've seen a response. They're like, oh, it's not true because we got soccer in the summertime. I'm a basketball fan and I love watching basketball. And I thought the WNBA, obviously, they it wasn't as popular in this town um, in the last few years. Uh, and I've not been here all my life, so I don't know how it was. In the past, when Becky Hammond and and those girls was those women were, were running the court, but um, it's sad. It's sad because anytime a, a a major sports team leaves the city, any city, I think it looks bad because it makes it looks like it make it make it looks like the city isn't supportive, you know, of that particular sport. And that's not true here. They lo- you know San Antonio loves basketball. I just didn't understand why the stars weren't able to capture and 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 catch on to. To the fan base, but uh, to the to the Spurs fan base, but um, you know I'm sad to see him go because you know over the over the last few months I've gotten a chance to talk to Kayla McBride as you all know listening to this podcast and in, in, in the past and then you know uh, obviously Kelsey Plum as well I was looking forward to doing more you know talking to Vicky Johnson and those girls next year and I mean it's just it's a sad thing to see them leave um, and uh, a part of me wants it all to collapse and they <laughs> and they stay for another season but. Uh, if it is going down, I wish them nothing but the best. And I'll tell you, San Antonio is going to be dead in the summertime. I'm not a soccer fan. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily, that's not my thing. And for all those people who are supportive of soccer, then, you know, salute. You know, and I, I hope that you can go support that soccer team. But, um, you know, I'm a ball fan. And I think it, it's not enough sports happening throughout the summer in San Antonio anyway. You take away the stars in WNBA, it just makes it much, uh, it, it just, it gives you boredom. You know what I mean? Like, really, it, it just does. So I'm sad to see them go. I really am. And I'm just keeping it up, keeping a buck with y'all. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's respect. I'm sad to see them go. 
and, and I almost wish like I, I would have covered them more while they were here. But um, business is business. I have no control over that. That's not my team. It definitely is not my money. So, uh, like I said, all I can do is wish them luck. And I'm sure that the people who were supportive of the stars while they were here um, will continue to keep an eye on them wherever they might go uh, and, and, and just go from there. But um, Rockets versus Spurs can't get off the subject of uh, the Spurs last preseason game. And um, what's going to happen tonight? You know, in Houston, the Spurs didn't leave till Friday morning. So they're down in Houston. I don't even know if they got a hotel. And if they did, what are they just getting a hotel for a couple of hours? And they <laughs> like they left Friday morning. You just got to find time to just roam around town. Um, sure, they probably got like a hotel just for a couple of hours, just for a night. And then they just, you know, they'll, they'll be I don't know how that's going to work. But if you're only down there for a couple of hours, what do you do? You just roam around, say, listen, you know, go just go do something. You can sleep on the bus if you want. But um you know last preseason game not expecting too much uh i think it will be it's just a final run for guys you know i think everybody's expected to play except for tony parker and Kawhi leonard uh, who are still out um and just that final stretch that final run that final game to get you in the rhythm because starting next week the games get for real and now the win-loss record really does count so um final game of the season got steve smith giving us his take right now on Spurs Nation podcast. What's been going on, man? How's everything? Man, everything's fantastic. How you doing? I can't complain at all, man. Can't complain at all. So it's coming up. What do you think, man? Rockets Spurs on Friday, and obviously that's going to be a preview uh, of things to come for the, for the season, man. But that last preseason game, you know, you know, guys are going to be trying to, you know, get that last game in to to get themselves in the rhythm. What are you expecting in this little preview? Well, I think obviously um, um, the start of the game, Jabari, obviously the first five minutes, you kind of get a chance to see people filling each other out. And then some of the players, depending on how much they play, how much their coaching staff want them to play, you know, whether they sit out or not. And then I think also the coach, uh, coaches, how much they want to show, how much they've seen already, and, and, and how much they know their player's body is depending on how long, you know, I would say the we get – uh, in-season type basketball. It might last a quarter, it might last a half a quarter, and obviously for basketball fans, you want it to last four quarters, but I, I would say probably by the second quarter, you won't see stars. Uh, you're probably seeing some of the major guys that are still left that both teams would like to see, you know, where they, and where he could play in a different position. And then maybe some of the teams where you see some of the guys, some of the coaches have a couple of guys that possibly can make their team in the future get a chance to play a lot before some of them get let go. So it's a lot of scenarios going on, but you get a chance to read into at least the first five, five or ten minutes, you know, if, if both teams don't have a lot of guys that's unhealthy. Yeah. I mean, you don't expect too many. I don't think, I don't think coaches can show their hands too much. This ain't football. You know, it's not like it's a playoff game, but. Um, you, you still think that obviously Pop, you know, he he might start to run a little bit of sets to, to see uh, what works and what doesn't, and then obviously looking at a, a couple of rotations. But uh, you know him better than most. You played for the man. Uh, you know what is it about that last preseason game? What did he tell you guys? If you remember when you were playing? Uh, well, you know, it's one thing about Pop is you know you've been around him. It's all different. It could be Pop that don't play anybody. It yeah. could be popped and make and make those guys play 
40 minutes. It could be pop. Just basically playing all the guys, you know, as been as it came in a training camp that might not make the team. They get all the time. You, you, it's unpredictable with pop. So that's the one thing, and that's why I think is uh, he's a master at keeping everybody on their toes. Um, you know, on, on other teams, the 12th guy knows where I'm not probably not going to play unless the blowout, unless this guy's hurt. With Pop, you never know. You come in, you're, bored, you're on the board, you're starting. You know what I mean? So I think him being so unpredictable keeps guys on his toes. But I think for him is, you know, there's going to think some things he want to see. He's probably going to want to see how, you know, Chris Paul and James Harden react to a few things, but he won't show his whole hand. Most of the plays will be basic sets. And um and then I think he'll run through some things, but I think he'll be more on on Popovich's side, knowing him he'll be more on the defensive side that he really had those guys I would say geared up, not showing their schemes, but playing a little bit harder. Yeah. Have you had a chance to watch any of his first this preseason man? If so, what do you think? Yeah, I have. I have. And you know, it's hard without Kawhi. You know, you envision because you know Kawhi. But I will say, um, you know, and impressed with some of the guys that you saw that, you know, their, their maturity level and what they worked on their game. Um, DeJounte Murray, one, I can see the progression. You always can see the talent, but you can see him starting to get it. Uh, you're starting to see him when he makes a mistake. He knows what the mistake is. That's half the battle. We know his talent level. Uh, Brent Forbes is getting more and more comfortable, uh, and I'm extremely happy for him, my guy from Michigan State. I can see him getting – some rotation minutes, you know, the way he's shooting the basketball and the way it's carried on from summer league. I mean, yeah. the next, next for me, Jabari, is uh, right now, LaMarcus looks like the engaged LaMarcus that was in Portland. And I, you know, read and heard about him and Popovich having to sit down. Whatever it may be, he just looks like the engaged um, LaMarcus that was in Portland. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good, man. He looks good. He looks, he looks like good. You look like he slimmed down, like he, he really, yep. really. But I tell you, the challenge is, is that how is that going to be when Kawhi gets back? Because obviously Kawhi needs, he's going to have the ball in his hand too. And, you know, you know, obviously he's the man on the team. So I, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to mesh once, uh, you know, he, he does return. Anything else stand well, up? Well, I think um, between those two, as sounds of Bobar and obviously Kawhi being close to MVP, you know, type talent. No matter what, they both need each other as of right now. You know, yeah. obviously you make trades, but as of right now, for them to be successful, and, and you know, I'm not even insinuate they have any problems, but I'm saying they both need each other to be successful. Right, right. Houston, man, I mean, listen, I think they're, they're going to be one of the storylines this year because everybody's going to be curious to see the, the gelling between Chris and James. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a problem. I think those those two will figure it out. You know, you got two all star college players that, you know, have been in this league long enough and I think they understand what their strengths are and what they can help bring to each other. Um what do you think about this team? Uh I think I'm with you. I Chris and James, uh, the much time they've spent in this off season, which has been a lot for two guys getting together, um, they wanted to work. So it will work. And they understand they both need each other, and they both have high basketball IQs. They're both competitors, so it will work, those two. I think for me is I think it's going to definitely help out James Harden, you know, being able to finish games, being stronger, uh, having another guy, and then having a guy that, you, you know, that you can just, hey, he's been there, he's done that. I think for me is how can those guys 
help the other guys, you know, on their team. That's going to be their big challenge because they have some talented guys around them. And we all understand Mike D'Antonio's system. You know, you spread out, you shoot threes, and the analytics with Dura Moray and the way Mike D'Antonio liked to play, a three is better than a two. I'm all good with that. They're going to be fine in the playoffs. It's going to come down to two things. What can those other guys do in playoffs when teams don't leave you behind the three-point line or they run you off the three-point line? And then next, can they defend at a high level to be able to get stops when they're not knocking down shots? Right. No matter how good of a three-point team they are, I tell Golden State, when their three-point shot is off, they still can win games by grinding it out. And that's where I want to see the Houston Rockets. And I think this year they've addressed that. They hadn't addressed it. Mike D'Antonio's teams pretty much in the past and the way he likes to play in offense, but quietly has kept, they've addressed that. When you add Luke Bamute and P.J. Tucker, you know, and or you already have Trevor Reza and even Chris Paul, even though Patrick Beverly was a great defender, they got they brought in still another defender with Chris Paul just to match Patrick Beverly and any of the better offensive player as of right now. So I think they somewhat addressed that. You know, you probably still want to address it a little bit more. But they have the pieces now defensively, and they were all wing guys. But that tells me they're trying to build up their wing guys to guard the Kawhis, the Kevin Durant, and all the wings they have in the West. Yeah. Let me tell you something, man. I, you, I don't know if you agree. I love P.J. Tucker, man. I think even though he's new to this team, I think he's going to be able to grind it. I think not only that, he's going to hold guys accountable. You know, when, when he, once he gets himself his feet wet, I think he's going to be a whole if, if James ain't playing defense the way he's supposed to, I, I could see P.J., not publicly, but going up to him privately and saying, yo, man, you got to get it together. Like, I think P.J. Tucker is going to help the team a lot. No, P.J. is going to be great. I think in the past, I think so much is asked of him, say, in the Phoenix situation and even in Toronto last year because they relied on his defense where I thought he did a nice, decent job, you know, a great job that he always does, but they needed some more offense, and this P.J. Yeah. can't provide that. But what the same offense and the defense is provided, that's all they really need in Houston from him. Now, they need more as a team, but that's all they need. And I think they, you know, in Toronto, they needed more offense overall. And so it was great that he was defending, but they were lacking so much offense that it was tough for them, especially when Kyle Lowry was out. Shout out to Steve Smith. Really definitely appreciate all his insight. And he'll be back because on our Spurs Nation NBA preview, Spurs preview, um, coming up next week. You know, I, I got to hit him back to talk more about the NBA as a whole, not just the Spurs, but the NBA as a whole to get his take on him. So you guys know I always love my man Steve Smith. Schmitty, former Spur, former Blazer, NBA TV and TNT analyst. And again, the game, Spurs versus Rockets, is on TNT tonight. So definitely go check it out. Remember, you can catch all your Spurs news and notes. One place, one-stop shop, expressnews.com. Thanks for listening.